We're smack in the middle of the month of February, which is, of course, a day longer because of the leap year, which is a good thing because we've been talking about many Black History Month events, and it seems like the extra day might be needed to fit them all in. We have an art exhibit and a youth leadership summit to discuss. The art is up now at the Rogue Gallery and Art Center in Medford. And we have Vance Beach, the founder and executive director of BASE, Black Alliance and Social Empowerment, to talk about it. Welcome back, Vance. Hi, thanks for having me, Jeff. You bet. The Black Youth Leadership Summit comes to Southern Oregon University next week. And for that, we have Marvin Woodard, the Belonging and Engagement Coordinator at SOU. Welcome back, Marvin. Thank you. Good morning. And Vance, is it just me, or are there lots of events celebrating black people and black heritage in the Rogue Valley this month? Oh, yeah. There's there's a lot going on. Uh, this is a really important time for us to ensure that representation is felt in the community. And so, um, you know, we have anything from private screening movies to art shows to, you know, a trip with the Oregon Black Pioneers to... Uh, a community say, hey, so we're we're kind of really moving this month and in, in doing a whole lot to ensure that people feel uh, the representation of Black History Month here. Okay, we'll get to some of those events in just a minute. I want to ask Marvin, though, um, over time, is the Valley doing better uh, at remembering that Black people live here the other 11 months, too? I, I believe so. And, and, and granted, I'm in uh, my circle is not Valley-wide, but it touches every corner of the Valley. Um, I, you, you see more folks who are interested in not just our students, but the adults as well. What's what's going on in their lives and 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 the connections that are being made, and um, and I think that interest is coming from uh, programs like Base. Uh, you know, uh, where they have so many uh, large events, public events, but then also um, through the connections with the schools, like we're doing with Black Southern Oregon Alliance and our Black Youth Leadership Summit. So there's just opportunity for people to engage with black folks more and more often in this creating quality relationships. Okay, I'll talk about the events we have you on here to talk about in, in time order. So, Vance, that'll be you because the art show's been up for four weeks now. Tell us about the artists and the work. Yeah, absolutely. So um, we were able to connect with the Rogue Gallery and Art Center and really kind of bring this collaborative thing together, uh, really recognizing and representing um uh, you know, Black History Month at its core, but also Black artists. Um, and so what we have is, you know, it started January 19th, and it's going to go all the way till March 1st. Um, we did a call out for Black local artists to bring forth pieces that they wanted to express and share for Black History Month, um, as well as our base youth, um, which, you know, everybody worked on several different pieces for months. And uh, everything is up in the exhibit right now. And so Friday, uh, February 16th, we'll have a kind of a reception where a lot of those artists, uh, including the youth and local community members, will be there and be present uh, to share more about their pieces, um, for people to come and, and, and talk about things and look at things. Um, in the exhibit itself, we also have a variety of posters that are up that uh, recognize and, and showcase many, many Black historical figures as well. So it's a very educational experience as well uh, that folks will get when they get in there. Um, and I'm just really, really thrilled about it. I think the kids uh, especially did such a wonderful job. We actually worked on a, a group project together that um, showcases, I, I think, something that's not necessarily discussed enough in the, in, in, in community circles, but it's it's we, we, we got uh, uh, the old Chuck Taylors, if you will, the Converse shoes. Uh -huh. And in a lot of black communities, you'll see those hanging, uh, shoes hanging from uh, telephone poles. And so what we did is we allowed the kids 
to, um, you know, on blank canvas, white shoes, they got to express black history, black art, um, their own form of whatever that means on these pieces. And so all of these shoes are running on a line throughout the, um, the Rogue Gallery and Art Center. And so it's something really remarkable to look at, but really holds a value in youth culture, community identity, loved ones, the spirit of, of community, et cetera. So a uh, really deep meaning behind that. So I'm just thrilled uh, to, to have everyone kind of come in there and, and take a look at all the different pieces that are there and, and what they worked so hard to do. Yeah, I saw a picture in the Daily Courier yesterday of the sneakers hung from the ceiling. Uh, flesh mm-hmm. out the story a little more about what that signifies, Vance. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, in a lot of black communities, you, you'll see, um, you know, kind of these shoes hanging uh, from uh, from telephone poles, from trees. Um, and, you know, there's a lot of different meanings behind it. Um, you know, uh, folks that have passed, um, representation of, of, of the spirit of loved ones. Um, like I said, it, a lot of times it just represents um, identity, um, who we are. Um, and so, you know, when you when you dive into the to the different regions, I think regional uh, plays a role in it as well. Um, it all kind of has a different meaning. But nonetheless, whether you're on the West Coast or the East Coast or in between, you can find uh, in a lot of black communities those shoes kind of hanging from poles. All right, that is part of the uh, the, the exhibit at the Rogue Gallery, which is uh, called Base Vibrant Expression, Celebrating Black Artistry. We're talking mm-hmm. to Vance Beach from uh, Base Black Alliance and Social Empowerment, the founder and executive director about that event and uh, this Friday's uh, reception. Marvin Woodard is on the line as well, the Belonging and Engagement Coordinator at Southern Oregon University, here to talk about the Black Youth Leadership Summit. We can take your emails. We are live. Uh, send your emails to jx at jeffnet.org. So, Marvin, I see this is the sixth edition of the Black Youth Leadership Summit. Uh, how did it first come together? Well, um, you know, it, it, it kind of came from a dream of where are the programs to support our black youth? I'm a father to two wonderful you know, black girls, now women. And, uh, and as they were growing up, they weren't seeing those, those pieces that were connecting them to other black students, to other black leaders in the community outside of my own friendship uh, circle. And uh, and at the same time, I am um, volunteering for workshops with our Cesar Chavez Leadership Conference, which is held in March. Um, I'm uh, teaching with Iconaway Nakatilikum, which is our Native and Indigenous residency camp in the summer. And so with my mentor and I, we're having these conversations because we're both in these scenes and we're, we're still asking the question, where is that for our young black youth mm-hmm. uh, and, uh, and, and for our up-and-comers? And uh, about six years ago, uh, Medford and Ashton School Districts received a grant uh, that, that put in a specialist to work with the African-American families at, mm-hmm. the school, uh, at those two school districts. And that was the first thing that came out of it. Let's build this conference. And, uh, and so that's, that's, we, we built it. We've, uh, every year has been very successful. Even through COVID, we had even more people. And that wasn't even just from this area the uh, during COVID, it was from across the nation and one person from Jamaica. Um, mm-hmm. So um, there's 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 some like with Vance's programs, there's some real need uh, for connection. There's some real need for expression. There's some real need for leadership development, and and some curiosity about who are our people in this community, mm-hmm. and and how do I connect with them. So it's a, a big part of it. Sounds like is just identifying to both groups, the the the, the kids and for the uh, the adults, like who the people are in the community. 
Absolutely, absolutely, and and uh, and I'll share this and and uh, and I love that base and 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 Bosa Black Southern Oregon Alliance are are connected in that in the very first one my youngest daughter was there, uh, but she was also there with uh, uh, Miss Becca Leroy, who's an assistant principal at um, at Ashland High School, but who was also like her aunt um, and has been with her since she was a a, a, a baby, and to my daughter come home and and go into tears because someone finally understands me. I'm in a room with people that look like me that have similar experiences that have the, that have been upset about the same things and and have to explain over and over again these these, um, these certain idiosyncrasies about the black culture that others don't get. And so here she is really. Uh, being emotional and heartfelt about the importance of this and seeing Becca uh, saying, I grew up here, I needed this when I was growing up here. Mm-hmm. Uh, just really, you know, it, it pulled at my heart and it has pulled at everyone else's heart that I know of. Marvin Woodard, our guest on the Jefferson Exchange, uh, the Belonging and Engagement Coordinator at Southern Oregon University, talking about the Black Youth Leadership Summit. That's coming up next Thursday, February 22nd. We also have with us Vance Beach, the founder and executive director of BASE, Black Alliance and Social Empowerment, talking about the uh, art installation at the Rogue Gallery and Art Center in Medford with a reception on Friday. Uh, so, uh, Marvin, who goes to the, uh, to the Black Youth Leadership Summit then? How many people can you fit? And, and uh, it's one day, right? It was a one-day event. Last year, we had right around, I think it was 211 or 221, one of those this year. We are over 300 people participating, but as far as young students participating, we're right around 270. Mm-hmm. Is one day enough to, to, to get the kinds of things across, to get, get the connections made you want to make? One day is never enough, I, I, and I, will, uh, I can honestly say that. Um, and, um, you know, and... and but in that one day, there's so much energy and so much positivity and mm-hmm. and and so much cultural connection that it serves as a catalyst. And I know that other students are around have uh, stayed connected with each other. Um, and maybe it's not every student with every student, but some students have found that that connection is very important and they've spearheaded um, other events, other gatherings. And uh, I think one of the most uh, beautiful things that have come out of it is uh, this the surgeons of black student unions and and their activities and their connections with uh, not just their school but their community around them so that that while the event itself one day is not enough what it has has pumped out as far as energy into the community um, is keeping it going. It's keeping it fit. I'm glad you brought that up because I did have a question about the Black Students Union at Southern Oregon University. We had the, the president, Demetrius uh, Davis Boucher, in here with us yesterday, uh, mm-hmm. talking about some other events coming up uh, this month, and uh, and he mentioned there's not a huge group. And I just wonder how much energy Southern Oregon University puts into attracting more students of color over time. Well, you know, I think we're going in the right step with the right programs. Uh, you know, we have our ethnic studies, uh, ethnic and racial studies program, which is, is coming in, which isn't actually happening now. I think the other piece is that the more visible we become as far as a university, uh, the, 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 all BIPOC students, all black, indigenous, and people of color, but specifically for our black students, the more uh, visible we come through our programs, when students are coming to visit, they're going, oh, wait, you're doing this? Oh, wait, you're doing that? How do I get involved? Um, the other piece is that we do have to create these pipelines with uh, with our our community uh, so that the younger students can see that I do belong at SOU or I do belong in college. 
I do belong at a university. I, we know that not everyone will go, but if they see themselves and they see that their opportunities to, to do the things that they are impassioned about or will become impassioned about, and there's a connection there at the university for them, uh, then those numbers will start to grow. And uh, but and it's not just getting them there, but it's also once we get them there, the Black Student Union has always been a small group, but we are a small number of students on campus. So to have 12 to 15 students engaged is wonderful. Uh, do we want every black student to be engaged? Absolutely. But we also know that uh, that, uh, that that can create some issues when you have priorities like work, um, internship, externships, um, um, uh, heavy school loads, family time, athletics. And, uh, and Vance and I were both college athletes, and we can tell you that that's a major time suck when it comes to participating in all the other wonderful things that are going on. So I think the big part for us, though, is to stay chugging along, stay active, and stay connected with the people who will want to be present at this campus. All right. Uh, Vance, I had a couple of questions about the schedule for the rest of the month at base, and you mentioned the Say Hey. That was the one that caught my eye. Uh, something mm-hmm. you know, Lava Lanes in Medford, I understand? Yeah, Lava Lanes in Medford, Say Hey's are, are something we do quarterly. Um, and and I'll, I'm going to touch on that. I do want to just bring up real quick uh, a piece that Marvin mentioned sure. about the, the one day of the event. Uh, most people don't know, but, you know, based off of that first um, Black Youth Leadership Summit, that's really what initiated um, the, the acceleration of BASE to kind of be BASE. Um, you know, at that event, um, two, two students, I remember vividly, came up to me and, and said, this is the first time uh, I've ever felt so included in this community. And the other student said, I've never seen representation of black people in this way. And they were talking about all of the you know, peers that were there. They were talking about the administration that was there, the people that were running the workshops. And so that was so impactful for me to hear um, and really what it ignited me to go, okay, they're saying this, what is grandma and grandma, uh, mom and dad, grandma and grandpa saying at home, you know, we need to have something a little bit more consistent and a more connective that's 365. And so that's really what ignited base. So that Black Youth Leadership Summit is so important and it's done so much for so many people. And, and really, it's what ignited base to get going. Oh, that's a great story. Thanks so much for sharing that with us. So we have yeah. just a couple seconds, though, to get in the say, yep. hey, when is that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's going to be February 24th. Uh, we'll be at Lava Lanes. Um, you know, we rent that place out. Uh, it's going to be a platform for our police liaison uh, committee to actually share some of the reporting that they've had mm-hmm. um, from their engagements with the police. Um, around safety. Uh, Of course, it's a time for people to connect, to come together, to see each other, and enjoy themselves on this uh, lovely Black History Month. Okay, so uh, so the events we're talking about here at the moment, uh, Black Youth Leadership Summit, Thursday, February 22nd, the reception for Vibrant Expression Celebrating Black Artistry at the Rogue Gallery and Arts Center in Medford. That is Friday, February 16th, 5 p.m. Vance Beach and Marvin Woodard, thank you so much for joining us on The Exchange.